0: One of the main features of uh, monasteries in this lineage, particularly, is is, uh, uh, training. Training oneself, using the situation for training. Mm -hmm. That's not quite like uh, a meditation centre or going on a course where there might be a prescribed thing to study or a particular meditation topic to follow although they, they can fit within that this is like a training in uh, in life training to, to let life penetrate and to respond to life from a place of depth mm-hmm. so in some ways it's deceptively uh, sketchy or simple because we have uh, the precepts the routines and uh, over time as is as suitable depending on you know how suitable you can begin to pick up more refined qualities matters of <coughs> more conduct you know bowing and uh, respectful gestures and keeping silence and these things we call the call what Knowing how to address, how to how to discuss, how to move around where things belong, mm-hmm. appropriate ways of using the requisites, appropriate relationships between the monastics and so on. Ways to simple themes of request, invite, offer, request, invite, offer. Mm-hmm. So those terms themselves uh, uh, have a certain beauty to them because they're always uh, relational to another human being. Um, I request occasion to talk on the Dhamma. They say in Thailand, the phrase is kooga, which means I request space. It's a lovely, lovely way of putting it. No, no court out before you even say anything or anything, you know, it means, excuse me, roughly speaking. So, in a way, we kind of, that quality, rather than, hey, I want this, or you got that, <laughs> you know, because you recognize you're entering somebody else's consciousness, so there's a sense of, it's okay. Mm. You know, little things like this, we, we request, we don't demand. So I've got to have this, no matter what, i I request and see what comes out. And very often it's uh, particularly requesting advice, it's not necessarily exactly what you're looking for. Well, oh, that's interesting. So you request, and it's kind of open. The request is an open form. Essentially a relationship is one of, uh, you know, almost gently knocking a door and inclining inwardly and then i invite i invite people to, to come and listen not you you know well, it's time to get here but the monks are invited to receive the food rather than hurry up and get your dinner <laughs> <laughs> so it's a sense of invite you know and of course these can just these can just be kind of phrases that lose their meaning Thank you and so you know, thank you, have a nice day. It doesn't mean anything, it's just some noise that people make. That's why we often, you know, use body language as well. You know, I invite, I request. So you try to make that with that kind of almost using your awareness to moderate your body, moderate your body language and your tonality. Just using it to change gear and no, those gear changes are very important to be able to change gear because as you know the mind tends to go into momentum or it goes into inertia like I can't, I can't, I can't you know, just rise a little invite invite to say a few words but I don't anything to say just invite Okay. Wait. And then, aware of the relationship, aware of the context, then awareness of the context and relationship, something will come up, probably. As I say, I never have everything to say until I start talking. You know, I don't sit in my room talking to myself. (laughs) 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 So, unless there's people there who kind of... I haven't got anything to say, <laughs> so it's it's an invitation, and then the response, you know, my offer. It may not be exactly what you wanted, but I'm offering that. This, this is a kind of the, some of the gentle beauty of the of the life, in my my feeling, and that keeps it fresh. You see, because all the time when we really are training ourselves to come from the right place, it's not an automatic place. You know, the right place is never automatic. It's always that place of chitta, which is not the system at all. It's like, you know, if you really come to the right place, you never know what to say. Because if you knew what to say, it wouldn't be the right place. It would be just something you'd figured out in your head. <laughs> so every time you come to the right place, you come into that place, you, I don't know. So that what arises is fresh and comes out of that relationship of respect and relationship of concern or empathy or warmth or, you know. And then that's the right place. It doesn't come from the, it's 8 o'clock time to do this, it's 9 o'clock time to do this, it's, they want me to do this, I've got to do that, I'm supposed to be this, I have to do that. And that's not the right place. This is the volunteer. And the volunteer is the way we live. We live, our whole life is voluntary. <laughs> yeah, and voluntary means it comes voluntarily. So, you are trained in that way and it's deceptive because a lot of things you just don't know what you're supposed to do. There are, you know, guidelines and procedures and things, but all you're supposed to do is train yourself to listen, to listen, to watch, to get in tune, to pick up the subtle qualities of your heart. Come from the right place. That's your training. You come from the right place. Everything is fine, acceptable. So it's, it's in the right place. is It's a relational place. So I'm relating to. You know, the so I, generally speaking, I'm relating in, in some sense in my awareness. I'm relating to the Buddha, to the Sangha. I'm speaking on their behalf, so I'm not saying something, or I'm aware of that, I'm in that particular uh, place, Uh, and uh, I'm in a situation where, you know, one is supported, one is offered so many things, we're in a given universe, very richly given. Therefore it's appropriate to be part of the giving. And that's my, my sense of it. So it's relational, relationship to what has been given, relationship to the quality of giving, relationship to the feeling that one could offer. And that's the right place. And in training oneself, you know. In fact the right place isn't the place you can really exactly structure or systematize because it's already right <laughs> it's already there it's already right but so often it's our pressures our fears our anxieties our self-image our feeling of inadequacy our uh, you know intensities even trying to try and get it right get in the way of something that's much more natural softer, warmer more humorous, brighter so we have to train ourselves to pause listen my sense by law, is that human beings always want to get it right that seems to be a very interesting quality we have a sense of we want to get it right like even Pol Pot wanted to get it right He thought the right way to do it was to get rid of all these Western influences that corrupt corrupted his country which might mean wiping out a few million people but in the long run that would be the right thing to do we probably disagree with him because it's an ideology and we are all prone to Right being an ideological statement, or a rule, or a principle. And we're all very susceptible to that. Right means it's down in black and white in a book, it's a theory, it's an idea, it's called Buddhism, it's called social something or the other, it's called National Socialism, it's called Communism, it's called Democracy, it's called Freedom, it's called Justice, it's called Liberty, it's called Rights of you yeah. It's all coming from the wrong place from ideas ideologies even ideas of pure teachings pure suttas, just the pure practice is all we want here and the pure vinya. pure correct and exactly what the Buddha said that's what we want <laughs> you know, and where when, so where are you with that you know it hasn't really... It could be very learned. It could be quite complex. But it's not coming from the right place. Like now, we're here. Right now, this here. You know, speak from the right place. Act from the right place. And then our training is just to get to the right place and to free the access to that from the fear and the doubt that we might be getting it wrong so we better try harder to get it right so that can actually end up constricting this channel between what I call the transpersonal jitta and the personal which is the speaker the doer the specific actor in this domain and that that channel can be get constricted by Fear, doubt, self image, pride, hesitancy. So we're no longer accessing the beauty of citta, the wisdom of citta, the sensitivity of citta. are operating through a, a structure It's lost contact. And I would say that's true for somewhere between 99 and 100% of the people. Uh, have that problem and they've worked with it to a degree I'm not saying we're all completely bunged up but certainly that channel is not completely open and available it gets blocked with these hindrances hindering tendencies and the encapsulation of it loosely speaking is a sense of I am is fearful anxious, doubtful demanding, not fully in relationship, because jitta is not self, it can appear that way, it's not something that's contained within this body, we can feel it within this body, it's through birth where these forms were risen. Jitta is tethered to or resonant with or associated with this particular embodied form, that's certainly the case. But it is always sensing and affected by what's around it, both in the sensory domain, the psychological domain. It doesn't really exist in space and time, so it can be affected by events that we think occurred years ago, but actually still we're still there with it, the jitta doesn't move in time and space. So it's still sensitive to events that from this position we'd say happened five, ten years ago. It's trans-temporal and trans-spatial. It's very difficult to conceive such a thing. But you just look at it. Why is it that the past, the seeming past can be so poignant for you? can be so formative. It could be so difficult to move out of the past conditions, because they're not past. If they were past, there'd be no, there'd be no bondage, with oh. there they? are not past. They don't pass with time. You have to You have to work them out. Yeah. If it was just a matter of time, you just sit back and free your hours and let it go. It doesn't work like that. You have to work with it. You know, the, the pressure of the past. And what that, as you begin to sense what that is, and it's your form, your, your psychological form, we call it vipaka, results of being born, results of the things that have occurred to you, not just what you've done, but more profoundly perhaps what's been done to you, the accumulations, the conditions. And these will very much keep forming you in a historical perspective. Somebody was, is, and will be. That's that's tricky. That's difficult and frustrating. We want to shake off the past; it won't go. We want to make the future certain; we can't. We want to hold on to the present; isn't going to happen. What does this mean? Fundamentally it means that time is an illusion, otherwise you could (laughs) make any of these work. But they're all, so it's occasion. But what we have, what Chitta has profoundly, whatever it's conditioning, and this is where, you know, the path, uh, practice path begins with dana. Everybody can do that. Because dawn is the the easiest sense of relationship I offer to you it means I acknowledge there's someone else here other than me, <laughs> and that's meaningful. That's meaningful. So I, I can move from this singularity into something more mutual, and that's not difficult for us to do. It's the easiest thing to do with it. If the dollar is just a kind word, a friendly gesture, acknowledgement, so this is relational, and you start to operate from that place more. Doesn't mm. you know, mean I'm going to shove this in you. Yes. it's an offer, and I receive. And uh, receiving is generally more difficult than giving for most people. Because, you know, it's easier because if if I give, then I, I, oh, right, I'm going to give, I have some say over that. And I feel that moment. To receive is more difficult because I have to almost be receptive to another person. That's potentially frightening. (laughs) You know, of course, who am I? If I'm doing something, I feel a bit more confident than when I'm receiving something, where I just have to open. And the self view is threatened by opening up. And that's very much what we encourage both those possibilities. This is why it's a, it is a, a giving and receiving. You can see, if you, you know, you may. What, what do they do here? You know, do, you know, what's the thing you do? What's the the system you do? What did you study? What particular school of Buddhism? What particular technique? What do you do giving and receiving? That doesn't sound like much, well you do it. You try receiving. Really receiving. The opening, the acceptance, the attentiveness, the receptivity, the patience, the gratitude, and offering, because offering, whatever you offer, is going to come up, the ideas is it's good enough. Do they want this? Is it useful? Do they already have one? Am I imposing myself? All those things are going to come up. I've got nothing to offer anyway. All those things are going to come up, just keep practicing it. Receiving something, am I worthy of it? Yeah? Am I worthy of receiving this? Am I any good? Am I useful enough to receive this? What do they want to have? If they give me this, what do they want back? <laughs> keep practicing. Practicing receiving. Don't worry about whether you're worthy enough, good enough, useful enough, being a nuisance, wasting somebody's time. Just <laughs> that's, that's the script. <laughs> Just keep doing it. In go with those, those qualities says mm-hmm. this, this, this is you're in the relational domain and all those agitations are they're the constrictions of selfhood. You don't have to value you don't have to have, uh, uh, make an account of how good you are or whether you deserve it or whether they deserve it or you deserve it. We don't have an account book we just do giving and receiving. That's our training. Invite, request, offer, express gratitude. In a relational sense. And this is going to, uh, in a way, it's going to keep opening that channel between this uh, beautiful heart, jitta, and this conditioned person. The point of a training is, it's everybody can enter it. Every part of it, and we all work and we all acknowledge the difficulties of being self of of this experience, this conditioned experience with its restrictions and limitations and agitations and whatever. Take the long view, lifetime, maybe many lifetimes a lifetime just to learn how this particular formulation set of conditions how it can open out through these through these very conditions not through something else's this is why it is a training train yourself because you're the one who knows what you're sitting on or can begin to know what you're sitting on what you're sitting with the universal we can keep reminding ourselves of those yeah. universal qualities the transpersonal qualities the heart qualities and then working through this being and working in relationship everything we do is say everything we don't do or say has an effect there's nowhere to hide community, everything you say, everything you don't say <laughs> has some effect for the better or not. Mm. So you're just kind of conscious of that. Mm. Where are that? Much of it's small. but uh, we build up the sense of uh, you know your presence is already an offering. being received fearless don't be frightened of it or ashamed of it the occasion has occurred we're here imagine the rest of the world has disappeared this is all that's left and so in these, these monasteries you have these these forms you know like uh, bhikkhu form, layperson person form you know, forms seniors, juniors, men, women, these forms you know, you operate them you don't get too lost in them as being some ultimate statement or or identity Mm. a real form of practice is the relational form Mm. relating to transpersonal to the triple gem relating to the persons it manifests here and there, you know. So we acknowledge a separate form, living you know and how do I enter, and I contact another being within this separateness? a ways I invite, I request, I offer, I suggest, you know. Just you know, so can that can there be an opening that In this, uh, like every other situation, once one has become a little bit familiar with it, there are certain uh, often hindrances that occur. One is desperately trying to get it right. What's the right system? Somebody tell me. And they say, well, uh, you figure it out. And get it wrong a few times. That's okay. Was no, it uh, Bodhinyanarama Rama? Mm-hmm. It's Agent Kuslo. Very little. He had one, one monk who was pretty much out of it. <laughs> 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 the other one was sort kind of half out of it. <laughs> 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 so it's Kuslo trying to r- running the whole monastery, more or less. And you go into the office, and this thing says, it says, you know, this machine has no brake you figure out how to use it. <laughs> 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 just go figure, you know, that was, that was the theme. Mm-hmm. You get so, oh, okay. And nobody tell you, you've got to figure out. What's this? Yeah. So, well, you, well, that's what we're here for. We're here to, to learn how to learn. Not to have to get it right, not to have it all laid on. We're here to learn how to learn. You've got a mind. You've got a chitta. Get over getting it wrong try figure get frustrated yeah to work with all that get it wrong a few times good 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 that's the way to learn you don't know without getting it wrong and then sense you know pause listen what's this thing really need how do you figure it mm-hmm. you know, so that that's the learning and that's better than, than you know having it laid on because it's more more alive more awake it brings more from you you know, asks more of you and it's nerve-wracking as well it's good for you because <laughs> <laughs> you have to kind of shake this stuff out really and help each other I don't know either, let's get together and contribute our jittas you know, see, what, see what they'll work out together, that's kind of fun too the other thing that can, can uh, error we can make is, is getting it uh, sort of, oh I know the system, we just kind of get domesticated in it here we go again another day, da 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 da, this that this that, this that, fix that, do this go there, da, da, da. and it kind of loses some of the the unknowing, the freshness of it this again is a, a very uh, a problem in monasteries particularly. People get habituated in it. You fall asleep in the training because you've got the set pieces you know how to do. You end up, here we go again. You know, do the thing, do this, and this. You're not really 100% there with it. So this is uh, perhaps more difficult, the domestication of, um, of our lives. But essentially the answer, you know, the remedy in both these cases is, is to relate. You know, what I notice in the domesticated state is one has internalised the monastery. You know, oh, it's that and then it's Tuesday and one prayer and Wednesday and next week, it's all running inside. And, you know, and this is kind of what uh, uh, people are for. You know, because a living person is never essentially a chitta is never domestic it's always wild and so in a way this is where our humanity is the saviour from our systems mind yeah. see you start to wake up to the freshness, the spontaneity, immediacy and if you're moved by it and touched by it and frustrated by it and gladdened by it that's you know, then you're awake to it, it's no longer just a uniform smooth thing so the encouragement is to be yourself you want the real people to be yourself, uh, but train yourself, be yourself, offer yourself as you are, then you will participate in this mutual awakening, we awaken each other, mm. uh, to not take each other just for granted or what we look like from the outside or our names or identities or roles, but to stay awake to the immediacy of our lives. So I'll pause there for this morning. And the way, and the makataya sadhu karanda lavasa <laughs> sadhu sadhu sadhu.